0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? In this week's episode of Slab Stocks FC Show, we are doing something we have never done before, and I think you are really going to love it. We had an opportunity to sit down with a special guest, Tosin Adarabayo, center back for Fulham in the Premier League. We got to talk to him about playing football growing up in England, his card collecting and hobby journey. And we finish things off talking about Fulham's current form in the Premier League and their upcoming fixtures over the next couple weeks. We're going to jump right into the conversation. I hope you all enjoy.
1: What is up, everyone? And welcome to today's Slab Stocks FC show. Super excited for today's episode because it's very special because we have none other than Toast and Toast and Collectibles joining us today i um, very excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time. And Tosin, just let our listeners know a little bit about yourself and uh, what you like to collect as well.
2: Uh, yeah, so I've been collecting for probably up to a year now. Uh, I was, again, when I was younger, I was mainly collecting Pokemon and doing a bit other um Euros sticker books and the World Cup sticker books when I was younger, but I'm back in the hobby now and just really enjoying collecting the cards again, um, mainly football, of course but I do, I do venture into Pokemon and and NBA now also. So the cool
1: thing about yourself is not only are you a collector, but you're also the first professional athlete that's been here interviewed on a sock show at all. So tell us about that for a little bit. Who do you play for and uh, uh, how's your season going so far? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I play for Fulham Football Club. It's a it's a, it's a club in um, in London and we're doing very well at the moment. We just got uh, promoted to the Premier League on the back of winning the championship last season and we're sitting 7th, I'd say. I, I actually couldn't tell you, but I think we're sitting 7th or 8th um, after after a win against Brighton on the weekend.
1: Andrew, obviously host of Slapsacks FC, I've got next to me here. Uh, he came up with some good questions, some really good questions. Uh, so let's just get him going. Well, Tosin, like
0: my background's teaching, and so you know, one of the things that I that fascinates me about England is, you know, the the club academies that that are present in England, and I I think you you grew you grew up in from an early age in the Man City academy, and so could could you talk a little bit about you know what does that look like as an academy player at such a young age? How do you balance school? you know, friends, you know, what does that all look like? Because I think here in America, there's a lot of, you know, club teams, you know, outside of school. So can you just touch on a little bit of what is it like growing up in an academy?
2: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I think it's every every kid's dream, especially over here in the UK, um, well, over here in Europe for football being so big, it's every kid's dream just to be able to play for such a big team at, at the time obviously i was at man City i was there before the big investment came so it wasn't a huge club but seeing the growth of the club was amazing and and balancing it with schoolwork it it, it is tough but at a time we got moved into a private school so then it was easier for every every player to balance school and and football as we were doing half days in school and then half days away to train like pretty much train like professionals because we we're training every single day
0: no, is does that leave much time for, for other things? You know, like did you have time to to watch football growing up? You know, and yeah, you, yeah, like yeah. who were you watching? Like who what guys kind of were the ones that you were attracted to growing up?
2: Well, I, I I used to watch a lot of football. I used to watch pretty much any game that I could get my hands on. I used to go to all the home home games at City. So I, I I've seen all, all the players. But um, company was definitely one for me growing up. Obviously, we played the same position. He, he was club captain, one of the best centre backs in the world. But I also liked my other players. I liked Ronaldo. I liked Rooney, um, Zidane, Messi, Vieira. I just used to watch all these, all these different players, and and love parts of their game.
1: So you mentioned, uh, like you were obviously at City before the big investment. But I take it you were. I've, I knew. I know you're there past it too. You said you're going to a bunch of the games. Was it like from one year to the next or like one year, like two years from them where you're like, holy cow, like this has all changed? Like the ball games changed in City itself while you were there?
2: Um, I can't remember how old I was when the investment came, but you started to slowly see it because the facility started to improve. And then we started to make these these marquee signings. Like I remember when we signed Rubinho. Like he was one of the biggest signings like you could have. He's an amazing player, obviously. Page for Real Madrid, amazing player for Brazil. He signed out to We just started to make these these big signings and you start to see the facility starting to change. That's when you're like, wow, okay, yeah, this is this is gonna become something amazing.
1: Question. Where were you when Aguero won the league? Oh.
2: <laughs> it still pains me, man. It was one of the only games I didn't go to. One of the only games of the season I didn't go to solely because it was like my eldest brother was a Man United fan at the time, obviously, and I always used to go with him or the one, the middle brother, which is, is still one of my elder brothers. But they just fancied seeing the United game and obviously seeing United lift the trophy, and obviously it didn't go that way. Um, so yeah, missed it.
1: Were you telling me you were at Old Trafford instead of?
2: No, 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 no. I was at home watching the games. I was at home home watching like the whole, like just the the last games of all the of the season. Just watching all of them, obviously, because they were flicking through them on Sky Sports, and you could watch the main game. United finish their game. They're half celebrating, half. You see Phil Jones with his hands on his head. Go to that season as well. So, but a absolutely amazing moment for the club, man. It's it's still one that I remember very clearly.
0: Yeah, and I think I think like remembering you know events and times and players you know leads to this kind of in the hobby this idea of nostalgia. Like yeah. Does that does that play a role into some of the cards that you're currently picking up? Like, do you have like guys that you're you're looking to collect based on you know how you viewed them back in childhood?
2: Uh, no, not really, because I only, I only really go for these modern cards, and if it if I was to, it would be Zidane. Um, but I've not really looked into much i know he's got a lot of stickers but i'm not really looked into many of his cards to be honest
0: got it well well as a kid you said you you mentioned pokemon and w- were there stickers that you were collecting at? do you still have your collection as a kid
2: like do you still have those cards no i wish i wish um we used to move around quite a bit and one our last house that we moved out of my brother left them in the garage and then nowhere to be seen <laughs> <laughs> they're absolutely nowhere to be seen like, did really you have, on. like,
0: a card or a, a group of, like, a couple cards that were, like, that's, those are the ones that I would want From back? what I
2: remember, we had, we had, we just had amazing Pokemon cards, just, like, all the, all the cards you could wish for. I'm not sure about their condition, obviously, because we were young, but every card you can think of, the Charizard, the, all the, the main three, just all these amazing cards, that like, you had first editions and, and base sets, but, yeah, obviously they're nowhere to be seen now.
1: You might need to get some back at some point. Yeah. That you Your time was done. There it is. So this is from 2003, Mundi Chromo That's really the kit. PSA nine, super cool card. So like, honestly, I've been getting a little bit more into the older ones. Like to be completely That's honest and nice. everything, I was, I still am mostly a modern collector. But like some of these older cards, especially the ones released in Spain, are so cool. This is R nine,
2: PSA
1: eight. And that's from the same set, 2003 Mooney, uh, Mooney Chromalus Features. But, like, that's I nice. think this was maybe, like, $40, and this was, like, $75. It's, like, they're so cool, and, like, they can barely get you a Jude and PSA 10 base these days.
2: <laughs> For sure. That's, that is sick. That one looks sick.
1: So, I guess, what do you – let me say, like, when, when I say that to you, like, oh, you can get this, like, pretty low population – you know, Zidane PSA 9 for $75 We you can buy Jude Bellingham, Sapphire base PSA 10 for $75. What does that make you think like as someone that has lived, breathed football their entire life, some of these all-time great. So, so similarly to like the modern young guys.
2: To me, it's crazy because Zidane is, for me, top five ever to play the game. And then you see, you see these guys that are still playing now that have their cards, the value is just way, way, way higher. Um, to me, it's a bit crazy, but obviously that's that's the way the hobby is at the moment. So it is what it is, I guess.
1: So I'm just looking like live on the fly. Jamal Musiala, his top-selling card of all time was a 2020 Stadium Club Superfactor 1-1 of PSA 10 rookie. It's over $23,000. The top-selling card of uh, Zidane all time was a PS9 sticker at the top of the market. It sold for like $70,000, which, yes, is more. Um it still is crazy how close it, it can get. Yeah, it's not.
2: Yeah, it's not far off, is it?
1: No, it's not. And especially when you consider, I guess maybe more so in like a current market, I think that that PSA nine is like a twenty seven thousand dollars card now. So you could have waited, spent that money, and literally like the best Dan card of all time mm. versus the Musiala Super Fracture PSA ten, which there's multiple Super fractures. You know, there's multiple different sets that release these types of cards. Yeah, it's just such a disparity. But to speak to it, because I like. For you, you grew up with this. For me, I didn't. I totally, I think, in London, I've only became a football fan within the last three and a half years now. Mm -hmm. Now I'm super, super into it. But, like, I I didn't get the chance to watch Zidane or or R9 or any of that type of stuff. So it's harder for me to connect with it because I didn't watch it live. Now my, you know, nostalgia, as Andrew called it, is watching, you know, Jude Bellingham play against Chelsea in the Champions League, like stuff like that, where it's Mm -hmm. like those guys mean a lot to me. Although I'm trying to trying to get into this more because I, I see it. I look at it, I'm like, yeah, you say it, I hear it, it it makes sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Tosin, talk to us a little bit about, you know, every person seems to have like how they got back into the hobby. You know, so we, you know, you have the 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 love of, of football, but what caused you a year ago to say, you know, I want to get back into to cards?
2: Uh I think it was just a conversation with my brother and with Tyler, actually. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know Tyler from one thirty seven PM. Definitely. Yep, um. Yep. I first had a conversation with my boy. He was like, oh, I remember we just used to love collecting cards and just used to enjoy it so much. And I think it would be great for you to, like, get back into it. Obviously, with you being a, a player now, I think you'd really enjoy it and provide value, try to provide value to the hobby because I feel like he's he, he's he got friends also that are still in the hobby, um, as do I, Like like Tyler. So I actually reached out to Tyler probably probably up to a year ago now I'm not quite sure Um, and said what do you think do you think that it's a a good idea to get back into the hobby where's where's the hobby at and and he just said yeah absolutely go for it it's it's still very enjoyable and there's a lot of value in it so I thought yeah I'm I'm, I'm gonna hop
1: back in. Did you know Tyler from like before or was this like oh I know that Tyler works for Gary in 137 and that's how I knew Tyler was through Gary like how did you I guess get in contact with Tyler?
2: Uh, I reached out to Gary probably a year and a half to two years ago and he connected me with Tyler. So since then we've just we've just been connected and we've we've turned out to be quite good friends now.
1: Super cool. Funny, yeah. same story with me. Actually, I reached out to Gary now yeah? three, four years ago. Four years ago, right when I saw his game of cards. Um, this was before we, you know, have gotten to where we are now. And he connected me to Lou, who then also connected me to Tyler. I've known those guys for like four years now. Nice. Um, good friends with them and everything. So it's cool to hear, you know, similar story with you too.
2: Oh, that's cool, man. That's nice.
1: So Tosin, now you're in the
0: hobby, like, is it, is it football? Is it, you said basketball, Pokemon, you know, where, where are you navigating in the hobby?
2: Definitely predominantly football is what I enjoy most. Um, it's what I'm enjoying most, but I, uh, I am going into, I am in Pokemon too, cause I, I've loved Pokemon my whole life. I've still played all the games my whole life, to be honest. So every release I'm still on the Nintendo playing the game. So still Pokemon and I am starting to get into basketball now also, um, I've just ended up getting some some blank slate NBA cards, and I love them. So I do love basketball too. So it's it's one that I'm going to get into for sure. Favorite basketball player ever?
1: Oh, ever or now? Either or?
2: Now KD or Giannis?
1: Like it? I love KD. Ever
2: ever. Kobe?
1: Kobe, man, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Giannis and Kobe are my two favorites too so I like to hear it I like to nice. hear it a lot nice uh you've also been kind of
0: I've seen at shows in the London area
2: yes absolutely
0: give me some feedback like what what what's your experience has been like at the shows what are you seeing is it you know are you are you finding the basketball are you finding you know obviously I, I would assume you'd find football
2: yeah I'm having an amazing time I've met some amazing people some really nice people um I've I've only just gotten into basketball now, so probably in the last week or so. So no when I was at any card shows, but I've bought two cards at, at the last card shows I've been to. So definitely everything you need is there. It's it's an amazing experience. Um anybody that's not been to one, I would definitely recommend getting to one as soon as you can because it's it's great fun. It's where it's it's where the hobby's at, to be honest. Yeah. That's where you really get the the best feel of of the hobby.
1: To be honest, like you know, you and I met at the Card Con in Farnborough. Yep. And to me, like I so like some of my friends, really good friends in the hobby, like Gus and Max, they were telling me that you, know, you were coming there. And obviously, I've never met you at a show prior to that. And just you being there, it felt so like normally when you go to a show in America, if it's like, oh, a professional athlete's going to be there. It's like, yeah, he'll be signing autographs in the corner. You got to get in line. You can't really meet them unless you go pay the money to, <laughs> to get the autograph signings. But it was just such a different feeling when you were there for me. Like, it just felt like you were there. Because you really love the, the not only the cards but the hobby and like you took the time to talk to anyone like obviously you talked to me which I really appreciate but I saw you talking to other people. I just want to give you some props because like that's extremely cool and that's not something you see here in America no. frequently or ever. Okay. Um, so like it was very very cool. And you you know you kind of were saying like oh like go for it. the hobbies you know a good place that you're talking about Tyler like I think that you've already made an impact already even if you don't you know know how big of an impact you made I think you made a massive impact. Especially uh-huh. the people that I've seen you talk to at shows, like it's like very incredible to see how you just being there has has excited people to be there as well. It's it's awesome.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate. it. Obviously, I actually love going to the car show, So as many as I can get to, I I'll, I'll, I will do so. And obviously, meeting everybody in the hobby is also enjoyable. Just having nice little conversations is it's fun, man. It's really fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. And like you took the time to do that. Like the night before, I think you had the home match against uh, Sunderland. FA Cup.
2: Yeah, yeah. We just played Sunday the night before. I got to the Sun I got to the Sunday, didn't I? I got to the Sunday yeah, Cup. So you
1: came to the Sunday one and yeah, like that was just it's crazy. It's like this guy started an FA Cup match the night before <laughs> and the next morning he's in Farnborough, which is not like super close to the central London. Like it yeah, you have to, it's you know you gotta take some trains or something to get there. And you were there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Made it there. I had to <laughs> nice show. Awesome. They, did, they did a good they did a good job to be fair. So it was a very good show.
1: They did. Very awesome, man. Thank you.
0: So when you're going to shows and you're looking for modern soccer, what what are you looking for? Like what sets are you keeping an eye out for?
2: I'm not really. I'm not really looking for anything in particular. I literally go there and say and just just look around, see if anything catches my eye, and if, if that if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like I didn't get anything at CardCon, London Card Show. Ended up getting a 2014 Prism. Um, Ronaldo Cup Captain's uh purple prison. Nice.
1: I saw that. That was yeah. super nice card. Super, yeah, very super nice card. Nice pickup yeah. there. So, very, and yeah. honestly, that's kind of how I am at shows too. Like, I yeah, I've got like the in the back of my head some guys I'd like to find, or like, oh, mm. if I find on card autographs of those players, but honestly, I'm just like, all right, what's here? I'm just gonna buy anything that I like that I see. And for it's sure. a very spontaneous type of thing, honestly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Andrew, are you different? Are you like I, I got my list? I think I'm different.
0: You know, I've got my my Brooks Lennon that I'm always looking out for. You know, my PC guy uh, yeah. my for Atlanta United. But usually, there like there's a set number of guys or or sets that I'm you know looking for. Whether it's you know 2016, you know, select or if it's 2017 tops Chrome. Like usually, like I'm going in with with a game plan. Maybe that's the wrong way to do it. Uh, but but yeah, usually I go in with a game plan, and then if I don't see it, you know. It's just yeah. I'll I'll try again the next show.
1: No, no, yeah. Andrew, you're a teacher. So you're
0: always prepared. You oh, always I'm I'm, I'm very plan. structured. I'm 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 very organized. I try to you know every line, every card. So I don't I don't do this whole <laughs> fly by the seat of my pants kind of thing. So yeah, I don't
2: really, I don't have a PC yet, so I, I'm not really going to be out there looking for something specific because I've I've not found my PC yet. So eventually, maybe. Nah, yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. It could be these blank slates. We'll see.
1: We'll see if it speaks to you. It speaks to you. And speaking of that PC, I know you don't have the PC yet, but if you had to pick one card you own right now, what's your favorite card in your collection?
2: My favorite card in my collection.
1: You got to pick one.
2: (laughs) I'll probably say the LeBron James um, 2017 blank slate.
1: That is nice, man. That's his Cavs jersey.
2: So, yeah, in it's Cavs, yeah.
1: Very cool. Is that graded?
2: Yes, PSA 10.
1: Woo! Okay, that's a big card. That's a big <laughs> <Yeah>. card.
2: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. <But> I'll <laughs> say that one because I'm loving these blank slates at the moment.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So you said you have that one. Do you Wait, do you have the Giannis? And then what were the... You said two others? Where were the other two players you got? Um,
2: The Giannis is on its way. I got a... Damian Lillard, because one of my best friends loves Damian Lillard, and I'm trying to get him into collecting, so I might just gift him that to just to get him, get him excited.
1: I, I love me some Dame Dollar, man. He's so nice. He's so yeah, cool to watch. Sick.
2: And then I got a Clay Thompson, also. Oh, nice.
1: Very
0: nice. Good
2: shooters. Nice. Yeah.
0: Now you don't have a PC. Do you? Do you collect your own
2: cards? Yes, I do. I do. Somebody just sent me today a picture of my black Prism, what i couldn't believe it he's like the one of one of this yeah no way and i didn't even realize i had it it's been it's been with psa for for four months and it's coming back soon i said let me know
1: you gotta <laughs> I said, get it
2: yeah I said, let me know i hope it grades very well
1: you gotta get it man
2: oh yeah i couldn't believe it i didn't know it was out there to be honest but
1: wow, i, I haven't seen it i saw a and-
2: yeah, got the all, pink wave. But off, I haven't seen, seen. Yeah.
1: You're gonna have to do the rainbow, I think.
2: Yeah, I will. You know what Especially, that is, right? You get yeah, the yeah. rainbow every color. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try again this this year as well for this year when that oh been main, yeah, hasn't
1: that's, that's gonna be your first release, I think, in a couple of years now, 2022, 23 yeah. EPL or Premier League. It will, yeah. I'm excited for it, man. Super, super cool, man. And the, you know, he asked you about collecting yourself. How many anti robinson Tim Ream cards you got over there?
2: Uh, I've only got two Jedi, Anthony Robbins. I was going to call him Jedi. That's his name. <laughs> yeah, that's was, a, Everyone got,
1: refers to over here. So.
2: I've only got two Jedis. I've not got any, I've not got any Tim Rooms.
1: Got you. Well, sp- speaking of Jedi, talk about his athleticism. He's the thing a lot of US men's national team players watching him in the World Cup, myself included, was like, this guy is ridiculously fast and athletic, it's crazy.
2: He is so fast and he can run all day, he's so powerful, it's it's literally a madness. I've never seen anything like it from from anyone, to be honest. Like, literally he can run up and down that left flank all day. Same pace, he doesn't lose pace, just same pace, up and down.
1: (laughs) That's ridiculous, I can't even imagine that.
2: He's a monster, honestly, he's an absolute monster.
0: He's fun to watch. He is really, really
1: fun to watch.
2: Yeah. Good player, man. Very good player.
1: Well, t- Tim Ream, Andrew, I don't know if you know this, but does he have any phone cards? Yeah, I haven't seen any. So I
0: I haven't seen any phone. I mean, part of that is because like Prism is, you know, Premier right. League. Yeah, and
1: so yeah. they've, you know, removed
0: last you know, they were in the championship last year, so they wouldn't have any cards, but that transition this year, I, I would
2: assume uh, right? we didn't have cards last 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 time around. Did he I, have one two years ago? I don't know. Does everyone not get one?
1: Not, no, not everyone gets mm. one.
2: Ooh.
1: Oh, no, he actually did. He he did have 2021 PRISM cards. So he does? Yes, he does.
2: Got okay, it. I've not seen any, to be fair.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's got them. That was, sorry, 2020, 2021. So that would be, yeah. like, not last year, set, but the year before that. Yeah. So, and Andrew just mentioned the championship and everything. You got to tell me – what, what's it like being in the championship versus being in the Premier League? How how different is the lifestyle? How different is like the match days, like the feeling, just everything.
2: Um, championships relentless, it's just game after game after game after game. Like you literally just play a game, recover. You might get one session in and then you have got another game again. It's literally... is it like
1: forty-eight or something?
2: Oh, what is it? There's twenty-four in the league. So that's forty six?
0: Forty-six
2: games. Yeah, forty-six. That'll be. <laughs>
0: Let's see,
1: is that right? Is it? I think so.
2: Yeah, it must be Premier League's stat, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Is it?
1: Let's see here. Know. Yeah, forty-six last year. Mm-hmm. Forty-six matches. Yeah. Ninety Match- points last year. Two points mm-hmm. over Bournemouth.
2: Yep, we took the trophy home.
1: Best Big. goal differential too in the league.
2: Yeah, for sure. We we annihilated it. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> we were scoring five, six, seven. I remember the the day we won the, the league. We sco- I think we won seven, one, seven, two. That was a but, big celebration. But talk ahead, about everybody. the
0: games themselves. Like it's you, the more games is one thing. Like is it you know you always hear maybe here in these states like it's more physical in the championship.
2: Yeah. And then for you sure. get to the
0: Premier League. Is that is that an accurate statement?
2: Yeah, for sure. I, mm. Well, in terms of fighting, like the physical fighting element of the game, like long balls, heading, 1v1 tackles, I would say, yeah, that's it's, that's more physically demanding. But the intensity and the amount you have to run in a Premier League game is superior to any championship game for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you
0: guys, I mean, like you said, won the league last year in the championship. And then it seems like a seamless transition into the Premier League. I mean, you guys are sitting sixth place three points off a of fifth, which is a Europa League spot. And and you're still like, what, you've got a fifth-round fifth FA Cup tie coming up. you know. So can you talk a little bit, like, how, how do you make that seem – you know, it seems seamless? Because I know some clubs have struggled going championship to Premier League, and you guys just seem to, like, just move right on in.
2: To be honest, we've shocked ourselves. <laughs> we've really shocked ourselves. We, we wouldn't have thought we will be in this position, but we started off very well, and we've just maintained that we've made every game tough and – it's just been a fight in every single game. And we're, we're, we've been coming out on top in a lot of them. So that's why we're sitting, sitting in the position we are.
1: Well, as a Chelsea fan, I've, I watched both matches very closely. I was at the one at Stamford Bridge. And I got to say, you you do make it tough. So yeah, um, sure. props prop to you guys because uh, you guys got three points off of us. Or sorry, four points off of four us. Points, yeah. Four yeah. points, yeah. Four points. Crazy. Yeah, man.
2: we won the first leg, didn't we?
1: Oh yep, yep, yep. Felix card. <laughs> just rub it in. Just rub he it in. not, not only are you going to miss the next three matches too. So, yeah. Um, spe- I guess speaking of that, you know, I'm I'm thinking of how impactful, at least to my eyes, Joe Felix has been for us. Like who who's the most impactful player that you've played against? Like when they're on the pitch, you're like, this guy makes a massive impact, and you just mm. feel it. Even mm. if he maybe didn't score, where you're like, you gotta always know where this guy is, type of thing.
2: Oh, that's tough, you know, because a lot of teams have players like if if he if one player's not doing well, they've got another player to pick them up. But if I had to say one, I would either say Kevin De Bruyne when we played I, them.
1: I was gonna say I, <laughs> so I was at the Tottenham match, and I said he when he wasn't on the pitch, completely different team.
2: Yeah, he, he gets he gets them going differently, to be honest. So I'd say De Bruyne or. Harry Kane,
1: yeah. Andrew. Andrew likes and hates
0: Harry Kane. I th- I think he's really like people don't give him enough credit personally, but I'm I'm an Arsenal fan, so it's not a okay. Oh, yeah, so there's there's like, hey, I think people need to appreciate what he's accomplishing, uh, but yet I I want him to accomplish all he can, just no trophies.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an amazing player, man, for sure.
1: I just got this one in. That's a two color patch auto English uh, PSA ten from Spectra
2: nice nice
0: so i mean you've got you guys got a big week coming up right yeah. i mean what is it this friday you yeah, guys have, are home we
2: have, we have friday then we have, we have wolves on friday Leeds Get on w yes Leeds on wednesday and then the following monday we've got another big tie against brentford now t-
0: talk to me the FA, this is a fifth fifth round fa cup tie right yeah. Now, over over here in America, it's it's a lot of talk about leads in the American influence. So you got your Brendan Aronson's, you got your Tyler Adams, you got your Kenny. Weston McKinney now. Uh, but I think a lot of people and we talked a little bit about Anthony Robinson, but I I mean, that back four with Anthony Robinson and Tim Ream playing a, a big part of Fulham's defense. You know, I know you talked a little bit about Anthony Robinson already, but what can you tell? Us about those players, you know, as our listeners, a lot of them are here in, in the states.
2: Yeah, Tim Ream and Jedi have had a huge influence in the way Fulham plays. Literally, that that left side is incredibly strong. Um, credit to them to also being on that left side of the defense. They've done a they've done a great job. Obviously, Tim Reams, I think Tim Reams shocked everybody. To be honest, he might, he might have shocked himself at how at how well he's been playing this season. So credit to him, man. He's 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 done his he's done his thing.
0: I mean, we were we were building up to the World Cup, and yeah, I mean, Aaron, like Tim Ream, wasn't even in the conversation leading up mm. to it, and then all of a yeah. sudden, he's you know starting center back for the U.S. men's national team. It was pretty incredible, and then I mean, his form has been on point all year.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure, his performances got him into that into that squad, and it's it was well deserved. Um, I'm happy for him. We got to experience the World Cup. Obviously, it didn't go amazingly, but he experienced the World Cup, and he did very well.
1: All right, so you've been, you know, able to do a lot of cool things in your career so far. Obviously, winning the championship is a huge deal. But what's your favorite moment as as a footballer?
2: Um, I've said I'll say I've got, had quite a few to be honest. Um, making my debut for City, playing in the Champions League for City, um, being involved in a in a cup run, the Carabao Cup, um, and winning and winning that, uh, winning the championship last season. Being around the first team when City won the Premier League, uh, training with them every day, working under Pep, there's there's lots of moments that I've that I feel like have been amazing and great for my career.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And you just mentioned Pep, and as, I, as my next question was, what's it like playing under Pep Guardiola? Obviously, a lot of people regard him as the greatest manager of all time, or one of the greatest managers of all time. Um, what, what's it like under him?
2: Just you just learn learn a lot. <laughs> like you you think you know. Things about football, then he teaches you absolutely 10 levels above and, and teaches you how to read the game. So it's it's amazing. It, it was amazing, to be honest. Um, I think when you, when players come away from working with him, you, you, real, you then realize again that, wow, how special he really was. So
1: and, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people like yourself or a lot of players come away feeling like that they're well above the level they were at coming in.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would assume so. Um, how can you not? You definitely learn a lot whilst working under him. So
1: That's just crazy to think like not only how big of an impact he, like I never really thought about this, how big of an impact he makes like on City itself, but like players that come out, out from that, like now you on Fulham, like his influence is kind of touching a lot of different places at one time.
2: Yeah, exactly. That happens with, obviously, any coach that you work with. If they improve you, they have an influence on your career and they have an influence on the team that you're now playing at because definitely because they've improved you.
0: Just, uh, you, you mentioned the Man City. Uh, you, you debuted in the Champions League. Uh, were you 16 when that happened?
2: No, I debuted um, in the FA Cup. Uh, I think I was 17. I debuted in the FA Cup against Chelsea. We got got spanked. but
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean so I mean a teenager as in an FA Cup game, like talk about like being 17, because you see all these, you know, especially hobby implications. You know, you got all these guys who are 17, 18, 19 jumping onto the pitch. What's it like to to make that jump at 17, 18? And you're looking, you know, or you're playing with people mid-20s, 30s, you know, how to how do you like mentally prepare yourself for something like that?
2: Um I think mean, you just have to go for it, man. You just have to believe that you're good enough to be there and and put in the performances. You know you can. Um, for me, I just knew I had to, to have to show fight. I was I'm obviously a defender, so I have to show that I can defend. That's not my best quality. So my, I think my best quality is with the football, but I am also a very good defender. So I thought I had to show that I'm able to defend at that level. Um, and mentally, I was I was prepared. I was definitely ready for that game. It's a game Sorry. that everybody's always waiting for their debut. So you don't need any motivation to be to be up for that game.
1: I, I gotta ask. You said against Chelsea. When was this? Twenty sixteen around there?
2: Yeah, I think it was twenty sixteen.
1: You have to mark Hazard at all.
2: Yeah, it was the front three was Hazard, Willian, Diego Costa, and maybe might have been Pedro. Um,
1: well, I okay. So I gotta ask. Obviously, you know- Hazard's career has been interesting to say the least incredible at Chelsea did things like some things I've seen him do that Messi can do and things like that but there's Mm. a lot of discourse about at the prime of their career who was better Hazard or Salah what do you think
2: I don't want to be disrespectful (laughs) but for me it's it's Hazard because what Hazard done to the Premier League is a disgrace I'd say him and Bale him Bale Thierry Henry then you can put Ronaldo in there. What they have done to the Premier League is an absolute disgrace. They they absolutely destroyed it. Um, Hazard was winning Chelsea games single-handedly over and over again. It's
1: insane. Dude, some of those highlights I couldn't even comprehend. So, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch them live, but I watched back his highlight tape. I was like, what in the world is he doing? I can't believe it.
2: Madness. Absolutely. But now mad. you got Willian on your team. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Willian on my team. Yeah, I told him. I told him. I know. I told him I made it. I made my debut against him.
1: What do you say? Was he like, oh, what were you like, ten? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he said, how old were you? I was like, uh, seventeen. I said, oh, do you remember the game? It Was the FA Cup game? He said, yeah, the FA Cup game, and be spanked you. I said, yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, you did. You've been in the hobby now for a year. You said that you're like, hey, I, you know, I want to come in. and want to make an impact. Maybe we look up two, three years from now. What's the impact that you want to make as toasting or toasting collectibles that you feel like you'd be you know happy with or like that would really help out the hobby
2: um I just want to be i want to get more people and more players, especially into the hobby and then bring trying to intertwine that so bringing players closer to people that are in the hobby, so like me being at the card show and just just enjoying just having players and and people in the hobby to Enjoy together, to be honest. Um, collect to get collect together, have cool experiences together. So that's definitely something that I think would be quite cool. Just to have everybody closer to each other, the players, everybody that as the, everybody else that's in the hobby, just enjoying enjoying it together.
1: I gotta say firsthand, I think you're on your way to doing that, and oh, um, I really look forward to seeing what else you do because I've been it's been a pleasure being able to watch it so far, and there's a lot left to go. So. Yep. Just got to sure. say th- thank you, Tosin, for joining and thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions, uh, you know, maybe follow up for Tosin. We can maybe get him a- answer a couple of them, but just let him- leave them in the comments below in case anyone else has any questions. But we appreciate the time and we appreciate you listening to today's Slap Sox FC episode, and we'll catch you all in the next one. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you all for t- tuning in this week and listening to the conversation with Tosin. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below or shoot me a DM on Instagram at St. Croix cards. Would love to answer any questions that you have. I cannot wait to see you all again on the next Slabstocks FC show episode. Have a good one, guys.